Kata and welcome to the special episode of NZSA Live. The following content was recorded at our National Writers Forum in September 2018. We're releasing it during our 18 days of forum content to help New Zealand writers and authors through the national COVID-19 lockdown. Today's podcast features audio from the workshop Get Your Hustle On by Penny Hartel. Penny is the founder and director of Hartel PR. Her broad-based communications background includes publicity management for the Ockham New Zealand Book Awards and Auckland Writers' Festival. everybody for coming. Like Air New Zealand says, I realise you had a choice of um, sessions to come to today. Um, so this is Get Your Hustle On and I'm Penny Hartle. I've been involved in the marketing and publicity business and books for nigh on 20 years now. Couldn't quite believe it when I tried worked that one out last night. Um, a lot has changed in the publicity business since I first started. Some of it has meant a um, more of a challenge to books and other things have meant fantastic opportunities. So I'm hoping to cover what some of those opportunities are today and also what some of the challenges are and no doubt many of you are already well aware. Um, so before we begin, I just wanted to ask a few questions so I can gauge where, what sort of writing you do. I presume most of you are writers, am I right in thinking that? Who publishes fiction? Who writes fiction here? Ah, okay. Non-fiction? And poetry? <laughs> okay, and within the non-fiction, are you illustrated non-fiction? General non-fiction, hi Sarah. Okay, because um, that'll help, just helps me to gauge um, perhaps some of the material that I'll talk and to. Plays. Sorry? My, my plays. Plays, all right. Well, I'm sure there'll be something in here for you too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, publicity begins way before your book hits the shops, and that's a message I really want you all to take out today. I, I meant to also ask how many are self-published, as in not through a traditional publisher? Okay, and how many go through one of the big multinationals or traditional publishing houses? Okay, sort of 50-50, great. Well, this will be aimed at both of you. I particularly, this next bit is um, for self-published writers. So, as I said, the publicity process starts well before your book hits the shops. And by that I mean the media and the public will be looking at the quality of your books, how well it's been put together, how well it's been edited, music to some of the editors' ears in here, the typography, the cover, the, your choice of cover, the overall quality of the book. So it's a really competitive marketplace out there. Um, media get dozens of books across their desks every week and they will be making choices as to what they deem interesting often before they even open the book based on what it looks like. You really, you really do get your book judged by its cover. So do your homework and take your time before you choose who you're going to go with when you're self-published. And if you are a publishing house, you will have professional people backing you in terms of the choice of cover, typography, layout, hardback, softback, 
um, I can't emphasise that enough, that the amount of, uh, I, I can think of a book that I worked on earlier this year, the, the content was fantastic, it was an issue people need to know about. Um, lots of people uh, were suffering from the issue, uh, some people who didn't know they were suffering from the issue, and the book had a great deal of content that would have brought comfort to those people, but the cover design was poor, it wasn't well edited, the type, the type face on it was not particularly friendly, and I had a devil of a job getting that book um, reviewed or interviewed despite the quality of the work that was inside it simply because A, it was self-published, so you're up against all the mainstream publishers, and B, the quality of the book that it was. So um, really think about that. So I'm going to introduce something that many writers feel is a little bit ugly, and it's called your personal brand. And I know that sounds eww, but unfortunately in today's world it's a, um, it's a really, really important point. So once again, your personal brand is who you are as, a, as an author, who you are out there in the public space. Um, in today's online environment, you can easily be searched and Googled, uh, the media and the public can find out about who you are, um, and what we want them to, we want them to know who you are, what your interests are, who you're following. Um, we want them to gain a, a great depth of knowledge about your expertise well before your book hits, hits the shops. So the, the actual, once again, this is publicity that, that happens months and months, if not years, before your book hits the shops. So if you don't already have a Facebook page or a website, it's really essential that you do that. Whether you're non-fiction, fiction, poetry, it doesn't matter. Um, they, they can be relatively inexpensive to produce these days, so find somebody who, who has an affinity with the arts, and if you can't do the website yourself, please engage somebody to do that for you. And start posting, not, I, I must say, about um, your, the contents of your book, because that needs to come later, but it's the contents of you. And I know that sounds cringy as, but it's really essential. Um, what your interests are, things that are related to the genre and um, the contents of your book. If it's a, if it's a fiction um, work that is perhaps got some issues within it, start talking about those issues, start generating interest in, in what those might be well in advance of when your book hits the shops. So what a lot of people, what the media are going to look for and what I say when I pitch is, yes this is self-published but this writer has already got 5,000 followers on Facebook or they get X number of unique hits on their website every month um, and that might just make the difference between you getting an interview and not. And that's particularly for fiction writers. Um, I, and I'm not going to. I'm going to try not to depress you, fiction writers. But it's really hard out there, uh, particularly if you are a self-published fiction writer. You, as you know, the media has shrunk, and it's very competitive now to get your book um, taken seriously by um, the the media, the reviewers, the literary people who are out there. So the more you can do that for yourself encourage them to take you seriously by having a really good quality website and a really good quality Facebook page which you regularly add to, the better that will enhance your chances of media picking your book up and, and reading it. Um, the other thing, oh, just, just in terms of um, the, the sorts of things you can put on your uh, social media platforms, you can do, uh, videos work very well, they're always the highest um, reaching 
posts of anything that goes up on websites. So um, if you can bear to, to, to video yourself or um, download videos that somebody else has. <laughs> so, sorry, I know it's awful. You've got to do it. Um, if you can find videos on on the issues or the, the topics that you're writing about and link to those and put those in your sites. Have a look if you want a, a, what other writers are doing and start following people who you think are making a good job. Have a look at how many followers they've got and then start following their feed. What are they doing? What are they doing differently to what I'm doing? Perhaps I could do that too. Um, I'm not suggesting you copycat, but by all means, um, do look at what they're doing and, and try and work it in, in your own way. Authenticity is the key. People are looking, um, people are really looking now for real experience. They don't want the, the um, sort of the smarmy, um, superficial shtick that um, perhaps you see in a lot of the American media. They're looking, they're looking to, to know about what's really going on. What, what, what are the guts of these issues or what are the guts of these topics? And think very creatively about that, which you're really good at. Um, and the other thing you could do to try and increase your followers is to put a small amount of money uh, against them, even like $10 or $20 to posts that you think are, um, are going to really hit the spot, and then you can target them to the right people. It's very easy to do on Facebook. It sort of talks you through it, or if not, ask a friend or a, um, a colleague who may have done it before, and that will really increase your followers. Um, again, well before you, your book hits the shots, do your homework. The number of writers I see who don't do this, it breaks my heart. Go to a bookshop, a good bookshop, your local one. Look at what other people who have written in your subject area have done. Look at the books that have sold well. What does their cover look like? What's the quality of their paper stock? What's the typeface? Um, look at how well it's been edited. Look at the quality of the illustrations, their contents page, how well it's been um, indexed. All of these things. Really look, go, find who's, who's gone really well in your subject area and think, OK, they're on to something. What can I do? that's along those lines. And if necessary, if you're self-publishing, um, encourage the self-publisher who you've selected to go and look at that book as well, or books. Okay, so what do, what do we do as publicists? Um, so you, this, the material I've talked about is what you guys need to be doing. So there is more and more being placed upon the author in terms of what you can do to promote yourselves. What we can do is use our experience and our relationships with the media to um, bring your book out to the marketplace. The media have got an excellent nose, because it's their job, to know what will work for their publication and what won't. They are the mouthpiece of the public in many ways. You can almost count on the fact that if the media are hot on a book, if, if um, the Herald and the Sunday Star Times and Radio New Zealand, Kim Hill, wants to interview that author, you can almost guarantee that that book is going to do well in the marketplace. So we are a very good gauge of, and you know, we're the mouthpiece back to you as to what's going to work out there. Because the media, just like um, you, will only want to run things that will sell their publications. Um, just like we are as, as writer, writers, they are in the business of selling their newspaper or their magazine or their radio show. So they are going to want content that they think will sell for them. So again, we're going right back to the beginning on the quality of your publication, of your book. And again, 
I'm going to go back to timing. It's really, really important to enlist the services of a, of a publicist at least three months out from the publication of your book. I just received a, an email yesterday from a writer saying, I've already published, my book was long listed for the Naya Marsh Awards, I've got another one coming up on Monday. <laughs> Sorry, no can do. Most publicists, in fact probably all of us, are booked up now right till the end of the year. Uh, and so if you're looking, the, earlier in the year we're probably slightly more available, but you need to be talking to a publicist. If you've got a book coming out in March, or you hope it will come out in March, you need to be talking to us in November, well before we go on our holidays. If you want your book to come out during that very busy Christmas season, October, September, October, November, you need to be talking to us way back in May or April to engage our services. We also get approaches from a lot of writers, so we will be looking at what we think is going to work the best for the media. They're, the media are inundated at this time of year with books. It's, it's very competitive. Right, that's got that bit. Oh, and the other thing um, that's really important and, and often doesn't happen is I'll receive a call from a self-published writer, but they haven't yet got a distributor. Or a, sale, or a sales team to back their book. I don't consider it ethical for me to take on a, a book to do the publicity before those vital services have been engaged. Why, I mean, it's, it's, it's not in your best interest for me to go out and get interviews and reviews and extract coverage if nobody can buy, there's no availability to buy your book. So it's really important to get the services of a good distributor, and there are some very good um, sales and distribution uh, organisations out there well before you enlist the services of a, of a publicist. That's for self-published. I am talking about for self-published. If you're, if you're lucky enough to be in a, in, a, in a proper publishing house, then they, of course, will have all of that um, underway for you. Uh, and the other thing that publicists do is we have our fingers in lots of pies, so we're, we're um, pitching multiple authors, uh, multiple works all the time to the media and it might well be that we know of an issue or a topic that we um, know a, 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 a journalist is talking about and we'll go, ah, I know somebody who you could talk to about that. So, um, and we sometimes will get calls from the media saying, um, I'm writing about this topic, can you offer somebody for that, or I need somebody to fill this spot on Labour Weekend, um, which isn't particularly high rating, but if I'm struggling and you're struggling too, it's always a good one to get. Um, so really, as in life, it's all about the relationships. Publicists cultivate um, relationships over many years with their, their media. They're really important, and just like you with your colleagues and your friends and your family, you cultivate those and nurture those. So we, um, we've got long-standing relationships that we've built up over many years. And media change. You know, they, they, they leave or they go to other organisations or they get new jobs somewhere else, and it's our job to follow, follow where they're going. So um, just to follow on from that, um, the media is a really rapidly changing landscape. It's, um, there are mergers, there are redundancies, there are retrenchments. Just like the book publishing industry, which no doubt you have already heard, the media are finding it really hard as well. People are going more and more online. The advertisers are moving away from, which is the, media, um, the media's bread and butter is their advertisers. They're moving away to more online opportunities, so they're finding it hard too. So just like it's a challenge for publishers, it's also a challenge for the media. So that's why we have to 
get really good at making sure that what we're presenting them is the very best quality that we can provide. Media today are really time poor and they've shrunk, and not, not in size, but in terms of the numbers of journalists that might be available to interview you. So quite often, and increasingly, they will be asking for extracts from your book that, that we run. Please accept those. Um, they are your voice and probably the, one of the strongest ways you can get of, of getting your, um, the, the quality of what you're writing out there is through the extracts that we can offer them. They are sometimes, somewhat cheekily, asking writers to write a bespoke piece for their publication too. Yes, they're asking for free content. And, um, you know, when I first started out, media would pay the writer for an extract. So we would negotiate a payment for you for the, um, the opportunity for that media to have your piece of writing in their magazine. That is no longer the case. Not only are they asking for extracts from your book for nothing, they're also sometimes asking you to write pieces, bespoke pieces for their magazine or newspaper for nothing. And I'm, I'm, I'm sorry about that, but that, that is the reality. And again, I, I would encourage, um, uh, your publicist will bulk at more than two, two of those per, per book, I, I would suggest, but I certainly wouldn't um, decline the opportunity to do that. Because again, it's your personal brand, it's getting your name out there, the quality of your written work. There's a lot more syndicated coverage now, so what I mean by that is take um, Fairfax, for example, are now called Stuff, and they, they, if they accept an interview, it will go directly online, and then if, the, if it's a story that's Wellington-centric, for example, the Dominion Post will possibly download that for, the, for their newspaper. Um, it may well also go into the Christchurch Press, which is also a Stuff or Fairfax publication. So there's, while there might be fewer media to, within the various different newspaper mastheads, one story could go a long way. And it's up to, to your publicist to negotiate that and to make that happen for you. Um, radio is still a really rich outlet for writers. Every half hour, 20 minutes, particularly on commercial radio, they need content. They need good writers and good writing and good issues to talk about. So non-fiction, this is where you really come into your own. Um, if, if you're talking about something historic, pretty much any topic you're talking about will have some relevance somewhere within an issue that New Zealanders um, are, are currently talking about. So there's a huge amount of opportunity there for non-fiction writers in particular. And for and I know um, that the, there's truth in the statement, there's more truth in fiction than there is in non-fiction. So again, it's up to the, um, to the publicist or, or yourself, if you're choosing to do it yourself, to, to draw out those themes that you're, you're, you've got within your fiction work or your poetry collection and offer those to, to, to media. Because reviewers are now far and few between. Um, it's a sad fact that the public are reading less and newspapers, as I've mentioned, are in the business of publishing content that will work for their readers so that they can increase their newspaper sales. So they are really just in parallel with what's happening in the marketplace in terms of as, as readers, book readers shrink, media will reflect that. Having said that, there are still some outstanding outlets that will accept reviews and 
as publicists and if you're doing it yourselves, it's our job to make sure that we get those into the hands of the right people. But if you're self-published, I'm sorry about the doom and gloom, if you're self-published, again, you're competing against proper published books. So if you're doing a self-published novel, you will need to work twice as hard to get your book reviewed as if it was had already been accepted for publication by a proper publisher. Because the media think, oh, it, quite incorrectly, think, oh, that writer has been um, declined or they've gone to the proper publishing houses and they haven't been accepted. Therefore, their novel won't be as good. Well, we know and I know that that is very often not the case. So it's our job as publicists to make that point to the media. But you need to help us do that by, pre by presenting a really good quality book. Um, in terms of the timing, so me, it, it, depending on the media outlet, the reason why you need to approach a, um, a publicist at least three months out is because different media have different time frames. Magazines, North and South, Metro, etc., they have got at least three months out. They, they start deciding on what books they're going to review or what they're going to interview, have feature coverage on at least three months out. If you want to get a feature story, probably long, even longer than that. Newspapers, excuse me. Newspapers need to work about a month out. If you want us to pitch for a story in, say, Sunday Magazine or Canvas or Your Weekend, they generally decide their content five weeks out from the publica from, from the, the publication. So really bear that in mind when you're choosing to engage a publicist or, or whether you're doing it yourself. Consider the time of year that you're putting your book out. Um, a lot of people think, oh, I want to do in October or November because that's when everybody's buying their books, which in some cases is true, but it's also the most competitive time of year in terms of when everybody else is putting their book out too. If you have got a book that doesn't necessarily depend on that timing, it may be in your best interest to hold back for February or March or April when it's quieter and there are fewer books um, competing for those spots. Yeah, so we talked a little bit about the newsworthiness. Um, so, sorry, just going back, what, what media are looking for? Um, we talked about the quality of the book, and they're, they're looking for something that's relevant. So it's a, it, it, is there an issue that's going to be of interest to New Zealanders? Is there something that we can pick up on? Can we publish it during Conservation Week, or Te Wiki o Te Reo Māori, or um, Mother's Day, or Father's Day? Are there issues that we can be... Um, coinciding with that will work in well with the publication of your book. They're also going to be looking for newsworthiness. So is it topical? Is, have you or the subject of your book got an interesting backstory? Um, are the, the people or person that you're writing about of, going to be of interest to the public? I'm sure they will be because that's why you selected the topic in the first place. So we need to really draw out those threads and work out what, um, what, what those pieces of interest are. So online media is a rich and growing outlet for us that we need to be jumping on. We've talked about um, what you can do to enhance your cringe personal brand. Um, a lot of online media are already, what they do is essentially is, is their own brand. So it might be, um, take for example a spin-off. What a fantastic outlet for us. Uh, they, um, it's, it's an increasingly important outlook, 
outlet for writers because Steve Braun is, is a wonderful champion for books and he's looking for good content. He doesn't care if it's self-published or properly published. He's just looking for something that's well presented and well written. Um, and also, if you, if you do get something selected by the spin-off, their content is, often goes viral. So if, they, if it goes up online, it's quite often shared, commented upon. That's so a really, really good one. And there are other outlets. There's Newsroom, um, Pantograph Punch, other outlets, like really good quality online um, arts and literary zines that, um, that may accept your work. Excuse me. Radio New Zealand are doing podcasts. There's a plethora. They're jumping up all over the place. And it's a, quite a job to, to keep on top of them, um, what's out there, who's behind them, and to cultivate those relationships once again and to um, get them thinking that books are a rich source of um, issues, themes, uh, quite often, and obviously by, by people who know how to write. So... Um, as publicists, we quite often can't keep up with what's out there because they sprout up every day. So do make sure that you are across um, as many as you can too and either um, suggest them to your publicist or approach them yourself. You've got to kind of go to all of them. Um, it's gone are the days where people receive their information via one or two channels. They're receiving it from a multitude of channels now and very fragmented um, sound sound bitey ways. You've heard that horrible sound bite phrase. So they might have... What we try to do is, is get you right across the platform, whether it's on radio, whether it's also on print, television, always wonderful. Of course, television remains the most powerful medium uh, for, for writers. If we can get you... If, you know, if you've got a major story or, or, or book that's got a visual component to it, or the ability to have a visual component, we will work very hard to get you on television because that that remains the the holy grail, if you like, um, of of getting brand awareness out there for you. But online media is really important. So um, again, it's your own Facebook feeds, it's um, your own blog site if you want. It's different. It's Pantograph Punches, the spin-offs. Um, so I thought I'd move on to launches. Um, so I often get asked about, should I have a launch? And the response I give is, it's really a celebration for you. It's the, the people who you would invite to your launch are really the people who are going to buy your book anyway, because they're friends and family. So, and I, I don't blame you for wanting, you've worked hard, months, weeks, years on writing your book. I'd have a party, but I wouldn't expect I wouldn't anticipate that it will increase your sales for that book, except here's a, here's a sneaky secret. It's probably not so secret. If you do have a launch for your book and a lot of people buy it at your launch, you will probably get on the bestseller list for that week. And then, we can, and then your sales team can go out and say, number three on the bestseller list. And of course, that's a fantastic boon for, um, for, the, for the public to hear. So when I, I'm just, I've just completely contradicted myself. Um, it's really your choice as to whether you want to have a launch. But that is a, that is a secret, and it does work. So weigh it up. A really good um, and increasing opportunity are the number of writers' festivals around the country. Uh, they're, they're popping up 
all over the country, and it's brilliant. Um, what that tells us is the public want to have um, real-time interaction with writers and issues and subjects that writers are bringing out. They don't want to just sit, and ho sit at home on their digital and read things by themselves. They want to engage. They want to meet other people who want to engage. It's really, they want to have conversations in, in, the, in the lobbies with people. They want to feel that sense of excitement that they've just heard um, a really interesting conversation about an issue that's dear to their heart, or they want to be blown away by a reading from a fiction writer that um, they'd never heard of before. And festivals uh, provide a, a, a really important opportunity to do that. So I really encourage you to familiarise yourselves with the many festivals that are around the country. And they're, they're again, they're popping up um, all over the shop. Um, so if you don't know them yourselves, your publicist will should well or should have a good idea of those um, where those festivals are and who who is running them. And often those festivals will be making those decisions many many months in advance. So much longer than three months. Um, I would suggest maybe even eight months for the big festivals. So um, timing is everything in this game. All right. Well, I hope that's helped. Good luck out there. New Zealand Society of Authors, Tipune Kaituhi o Aotearoa, Pen NZ Incorporated, is the principal organisation representing writers in New Zealand. We want to continue to provide opportunities for you to grow in your professional development. That's why we've started NZSA Web Workshops. Visit our website, authors.org.nz, to find out about these opportunities. Experienced writers and teachers will lead them. And we hope that they help you to grow as a writer and face whatever tomorrow brings. Our website again is authors.org.nz.